0: hey what's up listeners uh welcome to another episode of digital marketing procast uh i have been out of the podcast game for a few months the reason being i was working on multiple big projects and stuff and i didn't want to drop an episode just for the sake of dropping an episode i only do an episode on my podcast when i feel like i have something of true value to give to you uh, to marketers all over the globe, and and sometimes, you know, like business owners as well. So, I was thinking about my podcast, actually. I went to a cottage trip uh, last week in Canada, and while while on my way home, like, while coming back from the cottage trip, I was thinking, like, how I can make my podcast different. Because the thing is, guys, with marketing, and there, there's so much content out there, so... Uh, if you ask me truthfully, like if I start blabbering about Facebook ads or start saying motivational stuff or whatnot, like you already have Gary Vaynerchuk's and all, you don't need a person like me. Like, why would you even need me? So in order to make this podcast interesting and find uh, a source of originality for the podcast, uh, I thought it's best that I start crafting some important episodes uh, and go after quality content because in the end, I know for you listeners, it's quality. Like you want to know how to use marketing to gain more revenue for your business or how to use marketing to actually do something like listening versus doing. They're two different things. Like you can listen to all the podcasts in the world. You can watch all the YouTube videos in the world. But in the end, uh, what's important is that you take actionable insights from all these content and online and then use those insights to create a viable plan and finally execute that plan to get some tangible results. Because if you're not doing that, then I mean, what's the point of consuming all this content? Knowledge is great, but implementation of knowledge and ideas into something tangible is more important. So now having said that, let's jump in today's topic. Today's topic is going to be the future of paper-per-click advertising or the future of online advertising in 2019 and beyond. some trends that I have been um, I'm observing, things that you should take a note of if you haven't invested in online advertising, maybe you should. So this is uh, in this uh, podcast this is the topic that I'm going to talk about. It is the future of uh, online advertising and uh, what you should do about it. So again, like my goal for today's topic is to give you actionable insights because I know I I get a lot of messages from you guys. I know that a ton of marketers follow my podcast, especially when you're commuting and stuff. So uh, I will keep this short and simple and I'll not like go on and start talking about topics just for the sake of making this a 40 minute episode. Like I don't actually, you know what I'm doing. I'm doing. I, I wrote down all the points that I'm going to cover, but I, I don't even know how big this podcast might be. I'm, I'm just going to go through the five, six points that I think you should know. And uh, and that's pretty much it. Okay, so um, so having said that, let's dive into the topic, uh, future of pay-per-click advertising. So as you guys know already, like, pay-per-click advertising is quickly becoming like the new standard yes there's TV yes there's radio but without PPC ads or ads on Facebook or ads on LinkedIn the social media platforms you're basically losing out on your customers where like an easy access to your customer base so pay advertising was in its rogue state so it all with Google it was in its rogue state let's say uh, till 2008 And after that Facebook came and you had people uh, you had you know like you had people uh, doing Facebook ads Facebook ads is really popular now so a lot of question that people ask me is that what's the future of pay-per-click advertising or what's the future of digital advertising where do we go from here now because Facebook is getting expensive my friend like okay it's still cheap it's still technically you are in you're still in the golden era of Facebook ads and whatnot but keep in mind that Facebook ads is getting expensive especially for countries like the United States Canada United Kingdom Australia New Zealand and so so if you're in in these countries you you should be seeing tons of sponsored content and that means that you're basically essentially fighting for space because how facebook is different is facebook the whole business of facebook is them keeping you on the platform so the more the people swipe so so it's a dynamic inventory facebook ad is a dynamic inventory. Like the inventory, kind of is fixed, but it's not. So how how much people swipe or how much people engage on a daily basis is actually going to determine the inventory of Facebook ads. If all of a sudden, for example, let's let's take a example. If all of a sudden everyone on Facebook starts using Facebook four hours instead of let's say an average of two hours, your inventory just doubled because people are swiping more. People are uh, basically uh you know like liking more and that means that the more they go through the newsfeed the more the number of spots open up for ads so probably your cost per lead would decrease in such a scenario just saying um so yes so this is the golden era of pay-per-click advertising but ppc ads are at, 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 at a place where they're now reaching maturity that means that not only Targeting is important now, but the messaging needs to be more important than ever before. Creative is the variable. Gary Vaynerchuk says it all the time, and I absolutely agree with him. The better the creative, the, more, the unique your campaign, the higher the chance of success. Now, if you're a small business, start out with the basic, please. If it works, double down on the basic, but always keep A-B testing stuff. So, my first prediction of where the Facebook ads is going to be is like, is is me- messenger and whatsapp now if you guys have noticed like facebook launched a ton of new advertising for their uh messenger platform which a ton of people use like the json messenger ads like you can run stuff through many chat you know those ads that clicks uh, that where you click on send message you get subscribed it's kind of like an email subscription so i see so there was this article that came out yesterday on TechCrunch. And they were saying that Facebook now wants, now believes that in a few years, majority of the people on, on any of the Facebook platform, be be the Facebook newsfeed, Instagram, or WhatsApp or Messenger, majority of them are going to be in the peer-to-peer or com, or the community messenger platforms uh, like WhatsApp, like the their default messenger. This means, and as a matter of fact, the rise of stories is uh, kind of uh, a trend. So newsfeed is actually, if you look at it from a very macro level, newsfeed is kind of stagnant. It's getting saturated by advertisers and consumer attention. So consumers, like especially young consumer, the attention is switching from newsfeed to other platforms like the stories, to other mediums of content. I'm sorry, like stories or uh, for ex- messenger uh, things like that. And this is only going to continue uh, throughout 2019, going into the new decade. And so you need to start thinking about creating content uh, if you're running stuff on Facebook um, uh, to create it for Instagram stories, which is so underpriced right now. It's absolutely crazy, especially if you're in the e-com space. Please, please, please take a look at Instagram stories because it's not going to stay like that uh, for very long. So that's my first prediction is uh, new forms of advertising. So when you're launching a new campaign next time, don't just go with an image. Try different formats of ads. Try vertical videos that are working brilliantly. Try those uh, you know, long form videos on Instagram. Uh, hire someone from Upwork to create them uh, using After Effects or if you can do it, great. Uh, there is this uh, software I know called promo.com or something like that. You can Google it. That lets you create these dynamic videos uh, for any any platform like whether you want to create a square video a vertical video you can do it easily using their stock video using your logo and creating a well branded uh, well knit content so that's my first prediction the second thing is Google Ads so a lot of people ask me that Uh, hey man like do you think like Google ads are dead like Facebook is the new big thing it's the coolest thing everyone's doing Facebook ads and I'm like guys listen Google Ads is not going anywhere as a matter of fact I have a debate with some of the marketers I think in the long run Google ads is going to be the number one platform and the reason is because in Google people are typing queries and people from all over the world are typing queries. So, 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 so it's a very, it's in a very unique spot, and not just Google, Bing, and like all the search engine platforms. Google being the number one, uh, PPC ads, like the true PPC ads. The thing is, you're not fighting for their attention. I mean, yes, you still are when they search the query, but what you're doing is, you like Google can charge you more for a query like project management software for large development teams. Like if these queries, like Google can charge you more because no one's gonna like, no human being like who is not a developer looking for a project management software or a tool or a solution like that is gonna type a query like that and the fact that you can only pay when someone clicks on your ad, which is even better, that means yes, you can bid $40, $50, $60 for the click uh, because uh, the chances of you getting bad traffic on that, if you're actually going with broad now if you're going with broad, that's that's a different story or broad modifier. but if you're going with exact keyword or SKAG, which is the thing now, single keyword ad group, if you're going uh, using deploying those strategies while running your Google ads, then obviously the traffic that you get is way, way higher quality than compared to running Facebook. I mean, don't get me wrong. Facebook, again, is great. But you know what Facebook is great for? Facebook, it's great if you know your target audience. So if you create your ideal customer profile for your business and then you start drilling down on audiences, then Facebook uh, is really, really great. Um so so again like google ads are going to be expensive but you shouldn't worry about that in the end what matters is your roi and it's not going to be crazy expensive because it's an auction system so that means that when you search for the keyword like project management tools for developers or whatnot for startups like the price is going to be something that's quite competitive for you and your competitors so uh, that means the only way all the companies, they can keep running the ads on Google is if they can make a decent ROI, which in the end means that you are going to get a good ROI. Otherwise, those other people are going to stop the ads. And if those people stop the ads, then the auction kind of goes down. That means they become less expensive. So in the end, the price that you're paying for your Google ads really is, isn't that like you shouldn't worry about that too much because you can pay way more for a good keyword. So, so that's my point, like good keywords are going to be these golden treasuries where people can spend hundreds of dollars or 50, 60 bucks a click, which is actually right now there are tons of keywords where you spend that. But that's fine because what you're doing is instead of spending it to re- reach people, like thousands of people, you're basically laser targeting people who are super interested in your product and then your chances of converting them into a customer is quite high. So that's my second point, my friend. Google ads are gonna be more expensive, but don't worry about it. They're going to be uh, more of a niche for like real businesses and small businesses and whatnot. So the third point that I wanna cover when talking about the future of pay-per-click advertising in 2019 and beyond is the YouTube. So YouTube, as you know, is part of Google or if you use, uh, you know, the double click which is now the Google ad studio or something like that they keep changing their names for some reason so YouTube is a part of that and I think YouTube is a uh, is is one of the most important platforms for generating brand awareness YouTube is gonna replace television mark my words and it it already has because because there are several reasons why because you can attribute uh, your YouTube ads you can see impressions and clicks that you can't see like television and it's a place where the company Google and YouTube themselves they're investing heavily on creating uh, audience sectors so if you are actually a seasoned google adwords or adword google ads person you know that in the last few months and Google even said that said this in their Google Ads conference last year they said that they're investing heavily on creating audiences that are more targeted like so like Because they know that that's a sector that they can target using the YouTube platform to compete with Facebook Facebook is super good with audience like moms who like uh, You know who like fitness classes between 30 to 55 living in Michigan things like that well for, for 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 Google it was more of a keyword so you could select your keywords you could select the topics general broad topics but that will change so YouTube using their cookies using Google's cookies they're gonna start tracking uh, like behaviors of different uh, people and then they're going to start segmenting these people into more niche kind of audiences so that when you run a YouTube ad it can be more fruitful and it can be more relevant for the ad, uh, or for the target demographic that you're running the advertisement for. I mean, general works great, like if you run a one million dollar campaign targeting people uh, who are into fitness, and if you're a huge brand, that's awesome. But what about those small businesses who want to run a laser targeted campaign targeting working moms on YouTube? I think that's the future of YouTube advertising, but having said that, uh, again, like it's gonna take a while because as the cookies and all become like get you know more sophisticated, they have to battle privacy as well. So 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 again, like my prediction for YouTube ad, it's gonna be a very important factor, especially if you're running retargeting campaigns. My friends, retargeting campaigns on YouTube. Some people say, oh, but they're not getting me the leads. I mean, guys, you don't need the leads. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll I'll share a real life experience. So I was running a campaign for this company and their sales were okay. But as soon as I started running a retargeting campaign with the testimonials and I targeted all you know you know the guys I targeted? I targeted everyone who landed on the landing page. I targeted people who converted on the landing page and I targeted people who bounced back on the landing page. Now I didn't get that many leads from the retargeting ads, but what ended up happening was all the leads that we do that we actually got, though they were super interested in knowing our products because they saw are videos. Videos act as like a trust builder. They're the number one source of trust builder between your potential customer and yourself because they are the most engaging form of content. So that's why I think YouTube is gonna be in a key spot uh, going forward. Uh, and it's going to be it should be a key part of your digital marketing mix or like if you are in like you, you should invest in videos guys like like in, if you're going into 2019 I don't see any company without a digital marketing campaign of some kind of video or something like that um, without getting tons of engagement like if you want engagement videos is the way to go okay so I've covered Facebook ads I've covered Google I've covered YouTube Uh, I've got two more uh, left well well actually uh, two more left so the next thing I'm gonna talk about is Google Display Ads how many of you guys run Google Display Ads some people say oh man display ads don't work display ads are too crowded the internet have grown a blind spot to display ads but guess what friends they still do work if you know how to make them work which means that what will happen with display ads or the future of display ads what I see is personalization so remember like a few years back when Google launched the Google Data Studio and Google launched uh, these interactive uh, HTML5 ads I, th- I I actually think that's the future because with HTML I'm sorry with HTML5 ads what you can do moving forward uh, is you can really personalize those ads now these days the personalization works brilliantly with e-com with your product feed and stuff but when you again go into general retargeting things like that uh, there are I mean there are a few features but not as robust as travel the travel industry or the e-com industry in terms of generating dynamic uh, content but with display ads moving forward in 2019 and beyond you will see that Brands will start using them like instead of running a general retargeting ad next time when you're creating something, run a very personalized display retargeting ad. Go take your audience or your prospect through sequences of retargeting ads, things like that. Then you will see that your display ads are performing much better, the click-through rates are much better and take them to your site and then on your site you also need to do a lot of CRO and personalization. So the experience from the display ad itself to the placement where you're placing the display ad to where they land to uh, actually f- for them to interact with your product. So all of these needs to flow into a seamless flow that actually makes sense and makes relevant for a person to make some sort of actionable and tangible decision okay so these are some of the things that i wanted to talk about and like i said that my i'm back with the podcast and if you guys can subscribe and comment i uh, i post it on soundcloud and then it goes through uh to my itunes and it goes to stitcher and also visit my website it's r a h u l g h o s h dot c a you can just search me up on google go it. go from there and uh let me know guys let me know what you guys want me to speak about and i will speak about it uh i, I mean again like i don't want to go into general broad stuff like i want to go into things like case studies like how to improve your sales team's performance by 100 percent within four weeks like things like actionable stuff like that because when i uh so i follow a ton of other blogs like i follow nathan latka's blog it's he's, it's one of my personal favorite blog where i where he talks about different companies, uh, what's their MRR ARR, what they're doing, and th- so so actionable podcasts is what I like, and I think that's what marketers should follow. And so let me know, guys, like uh, let's brainstorm together and come up with some amazing content. But I will keep dropping one or two videos moving for uh one or two podcasts moving forward, and um and uh, and I hope that you guys like it. And if you guys like it, then please don't forget to hit the like button and uh, subscribe to my podcast, whether you're on iTunes or Stitcher, and that means a lot to me. Uh, Until next time, guys, thanks so much for listening, and uh, I hope all of you have a wonderful day.